<laughs> how is it? How is it, Sahan? How is your penis? It's, it's all damaged. Is this all like it's, it's half fine. off? Um, the the reduction is successful. Uh, you know, it's it's okay. So you're now a woman. It's not that much of a reduction. Sahana, how much shorter are you? How much shorter are you now? Uh, my my height or my penis? Both. Well, we assumed you took it off your penis and added it to your height, like the what if question. Well, let's put it this way. I'm about four inches taller now. Let's just put oh, it that Oh, nice. Oh. nice. Oh, so all your dick is gone. <laughs> all of it's gone. Wow. And, and more. <laughs> and an extra wow. two inches. Brave. Yeah. Brave choice. It's not, even, it's not even all of it. I'm somehow in debt to my penis. I'm like, <laughs> the doctor was like, when you grow that extra two inches, you better come back. I need it. You better come back. <laughs> you owe me. You know, it made me laugh. I, I pulled two things from that potty. One is the obvious one of, no one's mentioned why I'm not there. And they were like, oh, why he's not here. I, I was away, by the way. I was on holiday. Get, getting the penis reduction. Yeah. And um, I love, um, I think it was beautiful. I think I've understood now. I was saying to Tanya, like, when one of us isn't here and we listen back, we understand what that person brings. Mm. I think, I don't know what I really bring, to be honest with you, maybe just a bit more chaos. I think with Fraser present, it's always organized, but I love, I love Bald Man Rick. I think that was my favorite <laughs> takeaway. That did get me. <laughs> yeah. Even the second time. <laughs> It was like, okay. and, uh, thanks, guys. Uh, yeah, and I've been a uh, old man, Rick. I'm like, is this some sort of alter ego? Or have I never heard of this before? I like it. <laughs> yeah, might keep it a thing. We might keep it a thing. So we we're recording. Yeah, we should um, introduce yeah. it. So we're, we're going to introduce it. So, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, um, thank you for listening to the first few minutes of bullshit that you're used to. <laughs> we are Red Jackson, and I am your host for today. And I'm with me is charlie fraser and your boy sirhan four inches taller <laughs> <laughs> good stuff mate good stuff I'm, I'm glad to hear the surgery was successful but rick rick you forgot to say your own name you forgot to say your own name. oh I, i'm rick bald man rick, bald man rick. <laughs> oh okay <laughs> i should bald man rick bald man rick <laughs> i imagine so, like you know you know you said like it's like old man logan but imagine that, but like the roles were first with um, Logan and um, Professor X. Patrick, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good combo. That's a good combo. I'll take it. I'll take it. Bald man so like, today we are going to be talking about something we haven't really talked about before. And there is a reason to it. But today we're talking about dreams. Ooh, oh, dreams. dreams. Just to be clear, not like life goal kind of dreams like bedtime night night sleepy awesome. sort of dreams. i have some mm. crazy dreams let's do it yes <laughs> yes uh -oh. here we go yeah. so um yeah dreams so before we get into it just off the top of your heads um any dreams that stick out to you guys that you've ever had recurring dreams little things anything specific oh yeah yeah go on oh yeah hit me actually, hit yeah. me hit me <laughs> Let me hear the crazy stories. All right, well, I mean, it's weird that you've, you've brought up a topic about it, but Fraser will tell you, and I think Sirhan as well, I think I've told both of them. Yeah. But when I was in sixth form, I think it was, because we were driving, because uh, that's where the idea came from, I had a dream that it was me, Fraser, Sirhan, yeah. Rick, and Chris, yeah. I think it was. 
Yeah. Because we were we had we had already like hung out in Sahan's uh, little shed thing and everything as well. But basically, the idea was. Oh no, I I added that onto the I wrote a story about it later, so I'm mm-hmm. confusing the two. Basically, I had this recurring dream that lasted like three or four nights in a row and just continued. And it was the weirdest thing. We died. And we went to like heaven, but it wasn't heaven. It was just where we grew up, but there was no one around. And like, we just had free roam of everything. And the idea was we were trying to get out um, out of Enfield and into London because London was how we could get back to our bodies. And like in the real world, Ooh. we were all in comas. Oh, it was fucking weird, man. It was a weird, weird dream. And it, I was going to call the, the show Dreamers. <laughs> I feel I, like I, I remember you mentioning the show yeah. Dreamers. I don't know. That's where it all spawned that. from, though. That's crazy. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I think me and Fraser, we used to walk home together at that point. And so, yeah, I, I remember telling him, like, the, at least two or three days in a row about it. It's like, do yeah. you have any more of that dream? Yes, mate. Oh, my God. <laughs> I didn't realize. So, I remember you mentioning it. I, I probably slipped my mind. I didn't realize it was, like, recurring. Was it, like, continuous or was it, like, it started yeah. over again? So, I, I very distinctly remember the first one. Oh, oh Videsh was in it. Because I remember the first one ended with us getting on a train at King's Cross Station to try and get to London. But the carts were like going like weird and dark and gooey at the back. And we were all like running through and mm-hmm. Videsh held the door open. And as like the last of us jumped through, he started sinking into the bottom of the train and just disappeared. And Ooh. then it was like a flat light and I woke up. And then the next time, the next night when I when I went back on it, we were on this train and Videsh weren't there. And it was like, oh, this is what's happening next. Oh, my God. And it happened twice because then there was this whole thing with this giant fucking whale in this like tank that we were in and it was filling up with water mate it was mad it was a mad dream and, it, oh, and yeah Jesus. literally had a story mm. i remember you going through the dreams with me but also probably more the stories because you were writing it down and i remember if, I, if spoilers for charlie's dream story uh, like i think at the end i remember you saying like the people that made it to the end of the dream you, you we all woke up in hospital and we'd all been like some sort of car accident or something yeah it was only fraser that in the dream the last part sort of didn't make it and then he didn't make it out of his coma like it was literally that sort of journey yeah so in the story version um fraser starts to flatline in the real world and where they give him the old um thingy chest defibrillator (laughs) in in the world that we were in every time he got hit with it he had like powers like electric powers and he was like fighting off this fucking monster to like save us and he knew he was dying because we were all kind of feeling it at the same time in the real world. Every time they shocked Fraser, all of our bodies kind of jump as well. Like, because we're all like connected crazy. and it's like, what the fuck is going on? Like, but in our world, like Fraser's getting like crazy electric powers and he's like using it to fight off this monster and he ends up dying. But yeah, it was, it was a cool, it was a really fun thing. It was that'd creepy at the time. Add, that'd be good to add a name. Oh, hell yeah. That yeah. Would be electricity. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Me doing that frame by frame. Like we did in the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> Like it's, on, it's called Chosen. It's on YouTube somewhere. <laughs> Jeez. What about you guys? Any crazy dreams that you remember? Anything spring to mind? Do you know what? Nothing. Nothing too crazy. You know. Um, there's one. There's one where I was like free running. Like again, I was in like it was in like a a station, like a train station or something, and then like free running out of it and just seeing like loads of my friends like outside and stuff it was kind of like it was kind of like that game jet set radio in a way those kind of colors what a game what a game um that's the main one i can remember but otherwise usually when i'm having a dream if it's like lucid enough eventually i'll kind of realize 
and then it's gotten to a point where I can choose to wake up like especially if it's just getting long like <laughs> if you reach a certain point and it's just getting really difficult to carry on it's just like, okay I think it's, it's, it's about time to wake up I guess wow <laughs> that's crazy that's really cool I, I just want to add that before because we're touching on dreams before I just touch on my, my adding my two bit <laughs> Chris if you're listening I'm sorry but you know how we would always take the piss out of Chris and be like <laughs> So just be like him, just like sitting down, reading a newspaper. Like, because we always, yeah. just, just watching the time go by just till I wake up. Like, Mr. No Imagination. All right, let's wake up now. Just goes just to bed now. Like... Just static the whole night through. <laughs> With a countdown until he wakes up. A tumbleweed of dreams. But yeah, sorry. I just popped my mind. Um, I've, I've always had like moments of crazy dreams. My earliest dream that I remember was like me running through like some sort of like before the film Avatar came out like the the what's his name James what's Cameron? the James Cameron, Cameron yeah. yeah so before that original film came out years 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 before this uh, I had a dream like that I was running through a forest like that uh, no a jungle um, and I remember I got a, got to this like top of this mountain bit and I looked out and it was beautiful like beautiful. It's not a crazy dream, but it's one of those dreams that have just always clearly stayed in my mind, like the, the, the colourful plants and the, the wildlife and, the, and the, the fucking waterfall and shit. But um, I would say, so I've had a couple of lucid dreams. I remember once there was like a zombie or vampire breakout in Kingsmead. And, okay. I, and I'm running through the school and I, well, there's all of us running around us and all that jazz. And I remember thinking that I remember slowly becoming aware that this is a dream, but at the same time being like, oh, no, this is this is still a real scenario that I need to be like, I could use this lucidity to my advantage. And remember like telling myself that I can, I can have uh, telekine- telekinetic powers. I can do this. And I just remember one of them running at me. And I remember just like out of fear, like, like swiping my hand across their face. Like I'm going to slap them, but they kind of moved like with my telekinetic powers and they smack into the mm-hmm. wall. And I was like, oh, no, I can do this. And I just kept pushing them into the wall. The wall just kept cracking and cracking. Oh, that's epic. That. That's they awesome. I remember this was probably the only time I've, I've had continuous dreams, but the most specific time was, do you guys remember when I used to work at TGI Fridays, right? Yeah. And if you've ever worked in hospitality, especially for restaurant work, it's very like late night work. So late night work, overtired, Come home, I've got too much energy to sleep. And if you guys ever did late night work, you'd know. So I'll go to bed at three, four, like five in the morning. And it was that weird space where my probably like my body is like really tired, but mm. my mind is like on over. So when I'd go to sleep, I would go into the depth of a dream, but I would still be like awake enough to really see what's happening really sharply. And my mind created this like little superhero guy and like a clan of four of them. It was sick though. I wrote it down. Like Charlie, I made my voice recorded. Do you know the um, you know the rice picking hat that like Samurai Jack used to wear? Yeah. Imagine that sort of hat, right? And it was a um, like a Mexican poncho style. That was his main outfit with like a white robes. Wow. And he had two yeah. two like kunai that he could kind of move, and it was like this whole. It was him, but like like childhood imagination wise, almost like the size of an action figure that is running through my house at night. <laughs> the house is like an adventure. That's how I build a physical space. When I got to imagine something, I imagine being small in, in a space that I know. 
So like it would be a mountain or the table would be, I don't know, a river. I could start to consciously change the shape of things. And it was all, it was all about him saving some woman in a space suit. And like, I remember like the fireplace being like the throne of an evil demon and he's trapped in like a cage and he's got a fight. And it, it was just sick. And every night it would just get further and further. Like Charlie said about saving this woman. And he was like, get all these friends with him. But his powers were fucking sick. I used to look forward to going to sleep at that time. Um, so that Sounds was like an anime in itself. Mate, yeah. I, mate, I drew it out with Ed Hahn. I wrote the names down. I named these characters. I wrote, I've done a voice recording this whole story on my old phone. Uh, the last thing I will say of dreams is last night I had a dream. I don't know what happened. But fucking Sweet Tooth appeared from Twisted Metal. <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit. I was in the morning, like, I haven't watched an episode in, like, a couple of days. And I was like, oh, shit, it was in my dream. But it was funny. It was a funny dream. <laughs> oh, damn. Was he scary? Or? No, no, he was quite comedic. Like, he was making me, it was like a comedic moment. Okay, good. One last dream I'll, I'll give that was, I remember when I first moved to Scotland, living with Tanya, and I went for a nap. Either my dreams do this, or she does this, or which Tanya seems to wake me up at the right time. If I ever sleep in late, she seems to wake me up at a point in the dream that I need to be woken up. Oh, I'm still here? Yeah. And, uh, yeah still here. I had a dream that me and her went out, uh, went to some party and everything, and she kind of goes to me. I, I can't remember the full depth of the dream, but you know those dreams that you think, this is real. This is 100% real. This is reality. Nothing else exists. And I was so convinced. And she kind of comes to me. She was like, I'm not real. I actually don't exist. None of this exists. And as I'm holding her, it was like the Doctor Strange episode in What If Season 1. The whole world just crumbled around me, bruv. It's melting away. I am panicking. And I'm holding on to her. And the last thing is that she just melts away into my hands and everything. And then she wakes me up. Mate, I woke up. You can ask Tana. As soon as she woke up, she's like, what's the matter? I looked at her like, are you... Actually, here I was in so much doubt. She woke me up at that for five minutes. I was just like in shock. I felt emotional. I was like, "Oh my god, are you really just?" I didn't have an end. She was mad. It. But a bit, uh, you got dusted. It's a bit intense. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Mate, dusted. I'm telling you, man, my dreams are crazy but awesome. Awesome. I love my dreams. That's intense. Jesus. Yeah, that, that was a bit intense. That was that was intense. <clears throat> I remember having like a few recurring dreams, more so when I was younger than now. So, but one I, that always comes to my mind was when um, I must have been really, really young, and my granddad used to sleep downstairs. And I remember at one point, I in the dream, I'd go downstairs for something, a glass of water or whatever. And as I'm t- about to walk up, all the lights are off, and I see like this figure standing where my granddad's bed used to be and um it turned out it was like a darth ball kind of character from the phantom menace and he had like lightsabers and like red face and little spiky horns and for her head and everything i was like what the (laughs) fuck and i remember panicking and i remember just trying to run upstairs and get into my room as fast as i can but as i'm running i'm like running in slow motion and i'm looking behind and he's just walking normally i'm like shit he's about to get me and I don't know how many times it was, but it happened so frequently. It's like ingrained into my memory. But that's like one weird dream that I've always used to have. I haven't had it for years. But that's like a very 
it's the first thing I think of when I think of like recurring dreams because I've had it god knows how many oh, times that's an awful one as well Shocking Darth Maul is terrifying. actually really creepy as well like I know he's a Star Wars yeah. character but genuinely if that guy was in your living room you would fucking be terrified like the yeah. yellow eyes and the gums yeah. in there oh, no, no, no. yeah but um, no, aside creepy. from the weird Darth Maul there is a reason why we're talking about dreams this week Main reason why is, if you remember, we all went to Charlie's house a couple of days ago to do the War of the Worlds podcast. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was that that sparked it all off or what happened, but a few days after, I had a really weird dream about Charlie. And oh, as soon as I woke up, I was like, what a C word. And I had to write <laughs> it down. I had to write it down and be like... Why was that a thing? I, I don't know why that was a thing. So I thought, let me write it down, because I normally write down my dreams, the weird ones anyway. And I thought, fuck it, let me just do a podcast on it, because why the fuck not? It could be kind of fun. So, dream was, right? This is going to sound very weird, because it, it was a while ago. But I remember that there was like a, a video or a rumor that was going around about a weird demon or ghost thing from years ago. But this dude got killed in his house, God knows how, but he had like a weird broken half off backwards peg leg kind of thing. What? It was really weird. <laughs> but um, yeah, so anytime he died in his house, but anytime anybody went near the house or inside the house, he would find you and kill you. So he so you couldn't leave and you would be trapped as, as a ghost in this dude's house. So we found this. We we heard this rumor. We found the video, and Charlie decided it was a good idea to go and find this guy just just because. So, me and you both went for whatever. I think after school, we went there. We found this big house, like a huge open archway kind of thing. It was like a deserted town. There was nobody around, and we were like, "Okay, that's the house. How are we going to get in?" Yeah. We walked through the archway and into like this big kind of gar- open garden sort of thing. Yeah, uh, we psyched ourselves up before going in, and we had a whole game plan for what we were going to do and the tactics for when we see this thing and backup plans in case anything goes wrong. As we were talking about this, this ghost thing just appeared from right behind us, in between us while we were talking, and he just appeared, and he was like. A mummy with like a red stretch kind of face with like huge whole black eye. It was fucking Jesus. terrifying. Terrifying. Oh, I stood frozen in fear, and all I see from the corner of my eye is Charlie fucking leg it, <laughs> leaving me on my own. I was like, what? I remember I ran after you, like, Charlie, wait. You went in some door, locked it, and now I, you wouldn't let me in. You wouldn't let me in, mate. I stood there banging on the door. This thing was walking up behind me. You would not let me in. All that planning. And then I don't know what happened after that. I must have woken up. The first thing I thought when I woke up, I remember waking up thinking, what a C word. (laughs) Honestly, if it was any one of you, I would have expected the exact same fucking thing. But that was the reason, the inspiration for podcast on dreams this week that wow. is so messed you up to see something like that <laughs> yep. i was so ready to be like ready to say like oh mate you know i would never do anything like that but you know what 
I think I would. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye, mate. But I, I think, I think I've, well, 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 I've gone out the back door. I'm out. <laughs> I, I think as well, though, I, I don't think that Charlie would ever come up with a plan like that. Like, okay. I don't think you would actively seek out you know, no. possible horror situation, would you? No. <laughs> no. So, yeah. So if we did end up in that situation, that is probably how I would react. I don't think I would lock you out. I think if you were banging on a door, I would open it. But I don't yeah. know, mate. This thing was I like, would it, run. It was like oh my half <laughs> crimping along, and I was like, Charlie, please open the door, mate. And he was like, Nope, I'm good, mate. You, you can, can I... deal with. Oh. Nope. I was like, right, all right, sweet. Oh, Sorry, mate, come on. Good stuff. Banging on the door like, please, Charlie, please, let me in, let me in. Nope. But I always find that that's the worst dreams to have. Not because it's scary. You know, when you have a dream and you're obviously, you're you, let's say, you're, but there's a backstory, but you already know it. Like Rick has said, oh, this guy happened, this person died, this is the story. Like when you go into a dream and there's already mm-hmm. a backstory, you're already convinced <laughs> that this is really other than just what is happening. That's the most fucked up one, man. I hate yeah. that. Yeah. Taking law for your own dream. Yeah, yeah. man. man. Yeah. Oh, mate. Sorry. You just spawn preloaded with all the context of what's going on. Like, okay, <laughs> let's just go. <laughs> yeah. So this, this ghost that uh, you imagined up, like, where do you think that imagery comes from? It was just a random mashup of scary stuff. Do you think? You know what I think it might be. Like, if you was to see, remember we was talking about that on the last podcast. Like, what games are you playing? And I said to you, upon playing that um, nobody saves the world thing. Yeah. yeah. If you look at the character, like the main or any of the character, or the main character, he's got like this weird, bl- massive, black. He's just got black eyes. holes for eyes, right? Yeah. yeah, it was. I think the oh, eyes yeah. think kind of looked like that, but it was like red, all like tied in like mummy bandages. But his face was all stretched and twisted and shit. It was fucked up. So I'm, I'm guessing it was like a mix between the two. It was kind of fucked up, but it looked terrifying. So I don't blame you for running. <laughs> the same time, <laughs> do, do you know what I actually thought of as well when you were saying it? I also told you about the show Ghosts. Right. Which is about a bunch of people who have oh, died oh. in that house and haven't been able to leave. Mm. Which is maybe very similar to the premise of that that uh, dream. Maybe it was that. Maybe yeah, I reckon it's just cool. a lot, and that's probably what linked it to me as well. You probably were like, "Oh yeah, Charlie knows about that ghost show," like all subconsciously, and it it's put me in that situation with you. As we go, it's amazing. I love this. Oh, there's always reasons for them. Like, I I think that it's all there are. you know, it's all there in in the deep subconscious somewhere, and it all just kind of fires up every now and then, merges together, and the great little. I know Rikesh is hosting, but I was going to say that, like, me, and I, I think we've had these conversations before, and I know we're going to, we can touch on, like, a subconscious psychological thing, you know, your brain is unloading all this stuff, or it represents maybe repressed stuff, or, or, or just stuff that you've absorbed and your brain is on that level. But I think we've spoken about this, and I know I've mentioned this with Tanya, I'm like, no, I think sometimes it's you are entering an alternative dimension, and you are inhabiting the alternative version of you. That's what they're going through. You're I would say, like, you, your dreams are their day-to-day life. And when you're awake, mm. they're dreaming of stuff in your life. That's the like, way I'm just like, Which terrifies me more, because then there's a person, there's me out there who's been fucked up by, you know, yeah. probably... There is an alternate version of me that just got murdered by Charlie because he refused to open a fucking door. 
Yeah. But also a version of Charlie's that uh, vibes in. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, uh, so that's I, nice I haven't I haven't had any dreams for a while, so I don't know if that's like a bad sign. Well, hmm. we'll get inside, but, but, we'll get no, 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 no. Fraser has killed off every alternative version of himself to exist. He, he definitely <laughs> every uh, version. Just Fraser Prime now. This is Prime you, Fraser. Every time he had a dream, he just grabbed a sword and killed himself, and was like another one down, and then woke back up like yes. <laughs> Have you guys watched um, Jet Li's The One? Yes. No. Um, yes. I mentioned that. It's, it's basically, um, so there's like alternate realities. And if you go to another reality, and I don't know if it's, do you, do you have to kill that other version of you or you take their power or something, but you get stronger the less of like you there are. Ah, okay. So it's like it becomes Jet Li versus Jet Li, and it's, it's pretty sick. It's like it's awesome. Sick. I've not watched that film in years. Me neither. Okay, so yeah, we're going to segue on to what dreams actually are. So most of you might already know this, but we're going to cover it anyway. So dreams are just mental imagery or activity that occur when we sleep, which is commonly known. uh, Sorry, it's commonly known that dreams occur during REM sleep, which is rapid eye movement. This is when our minds undergo a state of deep unconsciousness and key emotional and memory-related structures of the brain are reactivated in REM sleep. And in doing so, we have less autonomic... Autonomic... Automatic? We have less stability. (laughs) We have less stability. (laughs) Our heart rate and breathing rate increases, and this is also when our bodies do the most effective healing, which is to why we're always being told to rest when we're unwell or injured because the REM sleep helps to recover all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. So the cortex is the responsible, is your front your prefrontal cortex is responsible for the content of dreams, including where including the monsters that we flee from, the people we meet, and the experience of flying. So all these random things that we experience is what we get in dreams. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so the front. When we, yeah, yeah. So I think a lot of the stuff in your front of your brain, I think, during your day-to-day life is what makes sense of everything. But when we sleep, that shuts down. So all, all everything that you make sense of, that you make rationale of during the day, that side shuts down when you sleep. Which is why we, when we dream, we dream insane, weird, crazy things that just seem to make sense, and we don't really question it because that part of your brain is just is resting. Of my theory, alternative dimension. I agree. I agree. I still, I mean, I don't agree, but I, I prefer to think. <laughs> I believe there's a dream- dimension where that dimension theory is accurate. Yes. <laughs> but not our dimension. <laughs> no, I, I, I honestly, dreams. Look, I, I, I'm a therapist. I, I, I've studied a psychological perspective and I do believe. I, but I like to still look at my beliefs as broken down into like a physical reason, an emotional reason, a mental reason, and a spiritual reason. And I like to connect to all of them because I do believe that there are dreams that can connect with messages or, or, or an element of spirituality, connection to other people. There is dreams where you can have a connection with someone or they might feel it or reciprocate it. I remember my auntie, my uncle, telling me they had a, uh, the same dream at the same time and they both woke up from the same dream. That's and it was right. both of them flying. Um, and 
my uncle wanted to keep going higher. My auntie got scared of the height and she dropped back down. And as they let go of their hands, they both woke up at the same time and they both told each other the same dream. I'm like, that's not, that you can't plan that. That's like impossible. That's insane. It's fucking crazy, right? You put it on like the reality of life. They could have fallen asleep watching something together that was similar yeah, to that yeah. situation. They had the same thing on the brain, you know, something maybe big was happening in their life that they were both, you know, thinking about. And it just kind of all came as one. But I mean, it is really fucking interesting, isn't it? It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's a crazy thing. That's what I'm saying. I would never say it's this or that. But I think they can. dreams are, it's a space of creativity, right? It can be a little bit of everything. But I know how mm-hmm. the function of it works, REM sleep in your mind. Like, I remember having a dream where a, a massive fire golem was chasing me through some sort of like Spanish villa. And I was jumping from room to room up, up and down these stairs trying to get out. And he's chasing me. This is more psychological. And he no, gets that was to the... just when we went to Spain, mate. That happened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you just obviously blocked that out. <laughs> oh, mate. <poor> <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, sorry. It sounds like a video game. It's just a game of Donkey Kong or something. Oh, He's <laughs> jumping up. <laughs> <laughs> Make that into my ringtone. It's already my thing, dude. <laughs> so, why do why exactly do we dream? Why? What is the reason for it? Um, I'll tell you straight off the bat. No one really knows why. It's still like a very research thing in science. People don't really figure out, people haven't really found out why we dream, what the purpose for dreams are. But some researchers seem to believe that we dream because it helps us to manage and process our emotions and experiences in a more visceral way. So whatever we seem to be experiencing in life at any time, whether it's good or bad, happy or sad, Our dreams are believed by some people to help us deal with these issues and see things from different perspectives in very kind of weird puzzle box kind of ways. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Okay. Um, Which makes sense because like, I I guess like trying to sort of map the human brain or figure out like consciousness and stuff like that is, is something that we just haven't figured out yet. We don't know how all that works. And, you know, if you're sleeping and like your neurons are firing, got emotions and chemicals going, it's something like that's going to happen, really. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's definitely like we're we're at a stage where technology hasn't caught up to what we would like to stuff, to to look into stuff like stuff is studying the brain. We, Mm -hmm. We just don't have the technology to map every single neuron in your brain you're talking like billions if not trillions of neurons and synapses and everything in your brain cracking everything that goes on we're just not there yet i think we're getting close but we're just not there to answering stuff like what's consciousness why do we dream are these actually like parallel alternate universes that we're just experiencing probably not but i would like to think so because it's I just think cool. science scientifically your brain just cannot shut off you know like it can't shut off it will yeah. die you will die so yeah. it has to stay awake in some form and so therefore you're technically always thinking so i guess it's just thinking while asleep but as you said you cut off the parts of your brain that are managing those thoughts 
And it's just yeah. kind of like a bit of a fucking Wild West situation going on in there and everything's just firing at random mm. times. But yeah, answering why is like answering why why do we exist? I don't think there is an answer. I think it's just like it happens because science lets it happen and it's a little beautiful thing that we can enjoy. It can be windows into the future. It can be yeah, absolute yeah. nightmares, but it's really yeah. it's a really weird thing. Have I've you... definitely had like premonition kind of dreams. I remember like Yes. A random little thing sitting in science class in secondary school. A random mundane sort of thing sitting in class doing some random shit. Mr. Jeans walks past and he's like, Oh, make sure you do this. We've got Bunsen burners out, whatever. I was like, Oh, it's a weird thing to dream. Years later, it actually happens, and I'm like, Have I not? This is like a deja vu of exactly what has happened. Like, what the fuck is going on? It's like a what? glitch in the matrix. Yeah. Like, you, you don't do you know. know. What that, was? that was like an E3 trailer of seeing a game that's about to come out, and then like 10 years later, you forgot about it, and then you see the game, and you're like, why do I know this? You're like, oh, I remember. That's what that dream was, mate. That was a, that was a trailer. The E3 trailer sitting in science, <laughs> talking to Mr. Jeans. <laughs> oh, speaking of like mundane dreams, you just reminded me of one that I had. Um, oh, my God. Please it, tell it, us it, your mundane dreams. Years, <laughs> years and years ago, it really pissed me off, man. Like, years and it's years still ago. still I used to work in London and uh, I got up, I woke up, I, I got dressed, ready to work, went out the door, got the train to work, walked in, and then I woke up and, had, <laughs> and, I, was, I, actually, and I actually had to do it. That is so <laughs> That was one of your alternate phrases, getting fucking payback, mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got him. I found Jesus. him. I got him. That's so funny. That's like your brain. I hope that was April first, and your brain was like, "Fucking got you, bye, April Fools." <laughs> now you got to go to work. <laughs> but have you guys ever had any of those, like those typical types of dreams? Like the people that they will say, "Oh, I dreamt that I got to my presentation and I was naked, or I was late, or I was peeing myself." Like, do you, have you guys ever had those stereotypical dreams? No, I've never had Friends? those like embarrassing ones or like. Or like flying ones, I guess that that counts as well. Like yeah. falling, yeah. falling ones. I haven't falling. really had anything. Have like you never had a fall like where you trip over and you jolt? Yeah, I have. um, I've had ones like I haven't been fully asleep. You know, like when you're you're tired and you're thinking about something. Maybe I yeah. I was thinking back to like playing football or something like that, and then the ball comes towards you. And you're like, yeah, okay, yeah, that does happen <laughs> to me as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But no, like, have you ever not just been KO and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, fuck, like, because something's just got you. Sorry if that was really loud. <laughs> that's supposed to be your breath lowering too low, right? Or your heartbeat? I like, think so, yeah. Something oh, about oxygen to your brain. Yeah, like jolt you because like the whole like, I've had the ones where I'm falling and I'm mm. about to hit the ground and I wake up. I don't um, know if that's just an urban legend, though. I don't, I don't know either. Well, as Rick has said, we actually don't know the reasons, but I've had that as a common dream. Mm. I think Fraser's just having dreams of him pranking him and hurting himself. I think your alternative version sees you was like, that's the fucker. That's the guy. Keep the ball. Fucking this bitch. <laughs> All of a sudden, everyone on the pitch just turns into Fraser and he's like, wait, exactly. what the hell? <laughs> like, 11 aside, it's all me. <laughs> I, I do have the, the, the two most annoying common dreams. So one, I'm late. I've missed my alarm. But I will keep having it. And I have those annoying dreams within a dream where I'm like, Oh, I'm late. 
shit, da, 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 something happens. And then I wake up and I'm like, oh, I'm on time. Oh, no, wait, I am late. And then it keeps happening until I actually wake up and I'm like, please tell me I'm actually on time. Oh, yeah. I, I hate those. I keep tricking myself. And I do have dreams of needing to pee when I actually need to pee. Like, I'm running oh, around looking. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad I don't yeah. have them. I, th- yeah. I think I've had them when I was a kid, but I don't, I've never had them as an adult. I know to piss before I go to bed. <laughs> I still do, but every time I have those dreams, I wake up and honestly, part of me is like, please, I haven't pissed myself because I found the toilet yeah. in my Please. And I'm like, no, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Myself. Yeah. I'll tell you what dreams absolutely slap you. The ones where you've got the flu and you're trying to sleep it, like try and sweat it out. The hallucinate, trippy dreams you get when you're ill. Oh, you know what? I don't really... I've only ever had one sort of trippy hallucination dream, and that was because of a temperature as a kid, and I dreamt that this... I was in bed, but this someone was throwing like a massive net over me, a fishing net of slow motion. I just could not... I was just glued to the bed. Uh, uh, like no, I don't, that's fever that's dream. Fever yeah, dream, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never had much. I've never had much fever dreams. No, me neither. Oh, no way. I thought that was like really common. I, I trip every time I'm ill. I swear, I'll oh, be laying really? there and I will just be tripping balls, mate. Like, I remember the books were coming off my mum's bookshelf when I was ill once. Uh, like, because, you know, back when we were at school, we didn't call in sick unless we were fucking sick. Mm-hmm. Like, we wanted, to, we wanted to go to school. But, yeah, uh, I remember just tripping out. And it was when the, I think around when the bombings happened in London. Because I remember that mm. being on the news and that did not help wow. my trip. And I've had heat stroke trip, which is also fun. Yes. Yes, yes. Yeah, I, I can that. imagine. That Watching Dog Olympics. The Dog Olympics. <laughs> I was like, wow, look at the Dog Olympics. Charlie, the TV's not on. It is. <laughs> it, it was. <laughs> Definitely it was. was. It's a real thing. <laughs> it was on. I walked in, it was you and Videsh watching it together. I was like, dude, you're meant to be looking after him. We're taking shifts. I was like, I know, but it's really interesting. I'm like, all right. Yeah, they just sprawled on the sofa like, in pain. <laughs> Do you just have like trippy dreams when you're ill, or they're like good dreams or like bad dreams, or you just doing... always bad? Do you know, always stressful. They're always stressful dreams. Like something really annoying just keeps happening, and I and I know it's coming, and I can't stop it. Something just stressfully annoying. Oh, it sounds like a bad trip. It's like it's like psychedelics, but gone the wrong way entirely. Yeah, it's your body beating you, but like hitting you and going, "Ah, uh, you're ill." I'm ill. I'm I'm KO. If I'm ill, I am. I'm gone. I'm KO. I don't really have dreams when I'm ill, thankfully. Yeah, I feel like I thought everyone when I'm that. ill, I don't know. When I'm sick, I feel like I'm, I, I rest, but I don't properly sleep the way I'm supposed to. So I don't think I properly dream. Yeah. I, I think. think. I, I think I, maybe that's just me, man. I don't sleep the way you're supposed to. But like a rest. Like you don't recharge. Mm. Yeah, it's just kind of like your eyes are closed, your body's like in half sleep mode. You just kind of, you know, when you just lay there, you're trying to sleep, and your eyes are just closed most of the time, but you're not actually asleep. It kind of feels like that. Oh, I'm man. Saying. I think I it's different, all. like if if the illness kind of like takes you out and properly fatigues you, or if you just feel like well uncomfortable and you're just trying to sleep just to rest. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you guys okay, had yeah. um, that sleep thing? Oh, God, what's it called? You know when you're you're asleep but you're awake, like your eyes are open, you can't move. Oh, sleep paralysis. Yeah, paralysis. I have had that. that once in my life. But I remember uh, one of my mates. I can't remember who it was. Used to say that they used to have it a heck of a lot 
like almost mm-hmm. like at least a couple of times a week, and it sounded terrifying. Oh shit! Yeah, I yeah, don't get. I used that. to get Warren, that a lot. Warren gets a lot of that. Oh, you used get that get... as well. Yeah, I used to get that a lot. Like when I was at school as well. Oh fucking hell! I've 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 figured out how to how to get out of it. So. Of course you have. <laughs> Fraser is hacking his own just brain. Yeah, Fraser's it's got cheat <laughs> codes to his own brain. Wait, wait. Just for just for listeners and even for, for myself, mm-hmm. how do you get out of it for your for, for your version? It's it's literally like the old um, you know the the Chinese finger trap kind of trick. Like you can't try and force yourself out. And you, you can't panic. Like at first, yeah, it's like terrifying. It's kind of like terrifying. You feel like the world, you can feel the world around you. You're not asleep, but you're not awake. But you can keep yourself calm. And it's kind of like, it's, it's a similar way to how when sometimes I'm dreaming, I can kind of be like, okay, it's time to stop dreaming now. It's kind of similar to that. It's kind of like, okay, now we're coming out of it. And then you kind of come out of it. And it's it's kind of hard to tell if, if I was just like dreaming of being stuck or if I was actually paralyzed uh, and trying to get control of my body back. It's kind of, it's kind of a weird in-between. Wow, that's terrifying. I did but like looking all this stuff up. There was like a lot of stuff about sleep paralysis. And it is a lot more common than I thought it was going to be. Because yes. I, I, the only person I know who gets this is Lauren. And she doesn't get it like crazy bad, but she does get it like every so often. Mm. But apparently it's like over like 30 to 40% of the UK population get or have experienced sleep paralysis at one point or another. Jesus. So I don't think it's like a, um, a thing where you, if you have it, you're stuck with it for the rest of your life. I think it is like a it just comes and it goes when it, whenever it does. But I think some people are just more susceptible to it than others. Mm-hmm. I think the main reason for it is when you are asleep, obviously like the back of your brain, the part that puts you to sleep is like, I think it's something that the melatonin levels, I think it was. And they, they kind of, there's like an imbalance where your, your prefrontal cortex, the part of your brain that is awake kind of dips awake again but then the sleep part is not actually asleep so you're kind of like hovering in the middle which is where i think it comes from because you're still awake and you can experience things like you said but then you're still seeing and and imagining weird other insane dream type things in like a real world situation like if you're just laying in bed which is where i think it comes in but i've not experienced it so I, i don't actually know but that's what it came across as I can imagine that's fucking terrifying. They're having a nightmare or something, and you're just stuck in your bed. That that sounds fucking horrible. Mm. Yeah, I think I think sometimes I could bring it about, depending on the way, like the literal position I'd be sleeping in. Um, so yeah, I think like if you're sleeping in a kind of bad position for your body, I think you can trigger it. Yeah. Mm. I will uh, add in another dream because we're talking obviously about dreams. Come on. Do you remember the night of my 30th birthday? Uh-huh. Right? Mm-hmm. Now, I didn't really eat a lot that night because I was stressed trying to get that party together. N- annoying trying to organise a party. But loved it all. Obviously, buy me alcohol. So I am drinking predominantly on an empty stomach. I am drunk. I'm not gone, but I'm <laughs> drunk. Right? I've gone home and I've done exactly what I expected myself to do. I dry heaved and I cried my eyes out, right? Because I was on that level of drunk, okay? 
Bless Tanya took care of me. I got to bed. And I'm expecting, when I'm drunk, I'm deep in sleep, right? This is, I assume, an emotional thing to the idea that I'm going to start moving now. It was like a, you know, a, couple, a month or two, I was going to move uh, to, to Scotland and move away from you guys and family. But I'm drunk. I'm lying on my side. And I open my eyes in my dream. And it is like, I don't know if it's my grandparents' house or my house. But everything in front of me is the house. And it's really long, like a long corridor, right? And my worst little nightmare of horror movies is a little fucking, like, girl, like the ring girl, right? That terrible. You know what it is? So this girl just appears from behind the sofa and just starts slowly walking towards me. I am shitting myself. I can't move. I can't. I'm so, I'm drunk in my dream. I'm like, mm-hmm. trying to look behind me. I'm going, Tanya, Tanya, Tanya. I'm like trying to get her attention. Like, please wake me up. Hear me. Nothing. <laughs> comes up to me, right? Right into my face. And I'm like, I have to deal with this now. And she grabs me and she just starts screaming like a, like fucking demon scream right and i'm like in my head i'm like i'm gonna have to deal with this fuck this i have to face this fear so i start screaming in her face back i'm like you're gonna scream me i'm gonna scream even louder she screams i'm screaming even louder i'm like you're not gonna scare me you're not gonna put me off she looks at me and realizes that she can't scare me so her face changes to like loads of cute animals and cute babies like she's trying to get my attention trying to get like she's trying to look sad and really happy and she's trying to get my attention, like, to be like, no, oh, no, it's okay, you can trust me. And I'm like, no, fuck you. And I just start screaming in her face. And then she turns back into a fucking demon and then just runs off. And then I wake up. Wow. God damn. That sounds like an actual wow. mythical creature or something or some kind of demon. Actually got yeah. you, mate, for a minute. Probably. Jesus. The moment I did, but I got to face this fear. Now, I'm telling you, my dreams, when they get me, they get me, like... <laughs> I, just, I thought you were going to say something like you, you woke up and it was Tanya and you were just screaming in her face. <laughs> <laughs> or like for a punch or something. Like, oh, no. Sam, uh, no. <laughs> that's, that's actually terrifying. Yeah. That's that sounds fucking horrible. Yeah. That might have been a real thing, mate. Maybe. Can you imagine? And this is the night of your birthday. Yeah. The night of my birthday. I, I am passed out drunk on the bed and uh, and then I woke up and I was like, well, that happened. <laughs> I can't believe you was like on an empty stomach as well. Like that barman gave you a rare nephew shot. And I was like, how are you? Gonna... Oh. <laughs> Why are you going to do that to him? How have I done that that night, man? Oh, yeah, I was being good. Like people would be like, yeah, happy birthday. I was like, yeah, take this drink. Take this drink away. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I can't. I can't do any more. And then freaking mm-hmm. Akash pukes in the toilet. <laughs> because the party was late right they were uh, the the organizers were late to come they didn't get the time to walk me through the terms of condition so they come to me the next listen we found puke in the toilet because we didn't get to tell you about the terms of conditions you don't have to lose your deposit and i was like thank god i've messaged everyone yo who puked in the bathroom just tell me everyone's like no man not me not me not me not me only my uncle and someone else was like no, man, I saw your friend Akash walk in there and throw up. I was like, Akash, you fucking idiot. Like, I'm sorry, man. I, I just had to do it out of me. I was like, it's fine. It's okay. I didn't do aim for the toilet, though. But f- oh, oh, did, oh, he missed the toilet. Oh, dear. Okay. No, he, he puked where the, the standing urinals are. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, Akash, for God's sake. <laughs> uh, Brilliant. Anyway, yeah, sorry, sorry. I know we're jumping in out. Well, no, I mean, it's a good point because, like, talking about like nightmares and stuff, 
there's like common reasons why we tend to have nightmares. One of them, the one of the main reasons is stress. So when you're stressed out, you tend to have fucked up dreams. When you're in a, a happier place, you have good dreams. So I guess organizing that whole your whole party and getting everyone to the hall and everything, all that stress leading up to it would make sense, especially not having yeah. eaten and then all the drink because I think al- alcohol. I think definitely saying goodbye to you guys was the hardest part. Well, that, and probably that was my too, emotional yeah. stress. Yeah, but yeah, I completely get everything leading yeah, up. Yeah, no, fair. And alcohol in general also is not good. I mean, drinking will help you sleep, but once the alcohol metabolizes, it does something to your body and your body releases something, but that, that's supposed to give you bad dreams. So drinking before bed is more likely to give you bad dreams. Uh, PTSD, obviously kind of pretty self-explanatory. Anyone living with post-traumatic stress disorder, nightmares often, you know, they get to re-experience and relive that trauma most nights, which makes sense. So uh, psychological has, uh, disorder. Bad experience with uh, screaming little girls. <laughs> yeah. Screaming demons. That's a good yeah, bad. Screaming man. little ring girls up in your face, mate. Screaming demons. Yeah, that is actually true. <laughs> Oh my god, there was an artist called Lemon Demon that came on yesterday, and I swear to god, I stared at the name so long going, what the hell is Lemon Demon? <laughs> <laughs> it got me, it got me. I was like, oh, you idiot, Charlie. <laughs> Lemon Demon. Yeah. Um, other reasons for nightmares are depression and anxiety, which are also more linked to nightmare frequency, which, again, kind of makes sense. Uh, medication withdrawal. So withdrawing from certain medications can also cause nightmares. Antidepressants, which is alcohol included, suppress REM sleep and decrease the amount of REM sleep that we have. So if we wean ourselves off of an antidepressant, we tend to have a REM rebound. So in other words, when you experience experience more REM sleep, which then makes it more likely that you're spending more time in your dreaming space where your brain is just going haywire which is when Mm -hmm. we tend to have an increase in fucked up crazy bad dreams okay speaking of it there's like a another dream that i remember having this one was fucking terrifying as well i think it was a good couple of years ago but i think i must have in the dream i'd left sirhan's house at whatever time that i had left like two three in the morning and then i was walking home and i really needed to take a leak so down my road there's like a little side road you can walk down there's nothing there just a kind of barren road and every now and again i I just go down there it's like a big bush take a piss behind the bush and then head home but in the dream i went down the same road let's go take a leak and in the spot where i normally pee in between all the hedges there was a guy standing there and it's up against the wall and i was like what the fuck what is he doing there this dude was stood there with his back against the wall and he looked fucking terrifying sweat dripping everything i was like i walked up to him and i was like mate are you okay he didn't say anything he just kind of looked at me and then his eyes darted a little bit behind me i was like what as i turned around i just saw like i don't know what it was but it was just black it was just a wall of darkness there was no light i couldn't see anything it was just a giant wall of blackness Shit me up and then I woke up. 
That, okay. Yeah, that's dark. Okay. Oof. Yeah. Oof. That was okay, fucking dark. I'm no longer allowed in my house. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Do not bring that bad juju to my house, man. Don't bring me no bad karma. Mm-mm. That sounds uh, fucking bad. That mm. was. That, that, that one did shit me up a little bit. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're now horror in... dreams, man. Scary. But, yeah. All we've spoken about is freaking like uh, trippy, ill, like psychedelic dreams, horror dreams, and Fraser going to work. That's it. That's all we've. That's the worst one. Worst one of them all. <laughs> yeah, that is <laughs> the worst one. <laughs> I love that you still get pissed off at the fact that you got up, <laughs> went all the way to work, and then woke up and had wear a to suit. All of. Have you gotten? Oh my god, listeners, you gotten on the on a fucking London train? Yeah. To uh, to Bethnal Green. Mm-hmm. Oh, and it was stressful through London. No, yeah, mate. especially that when you don't pay for the train, mate. That, that dream <laughs> sounded like more trauma than our dreams because you had to relive it twice. Yes. I actually had to That's do it. that. That's crazy. That's by E3 trailer. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it comes, the game comes out the next day. You're like, but wait, we just saw this. <laughs> Fraser goes to work. Whoa. Coming <laughs> um, uh, what do you reckon, guys? Leave it there for an ad break. Ad break yeah. sounds like a good place to stop. Enjoy ad, break. Break. ad break. Ad break. Bye ad now. Break. Hello and welcome back to the Red Jackson podcast. I'm your host Charlie. I'm Rick. I'm Sirhan. And and I'm Fraser. And this week we'll be talking about. Hold on, hold on. Didn't we already do this? <laughs> I don't know what you mean, Fraser. Ah! Welcome back to the Red Jackson Podcast, everyone. I'm your host for today, Sirhan. I'm your big boy, Charlie. And I'm bald man, Rick. Wait, 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 wait. We're already doing a podcast. What's going on? Fraser, mate, I'm hosting. So shut up and listen. Yeah, come on, man. Let's get on with it. Fuck's sake, Fraser. I'm gonna fucking... <laughs> ah, shit. Here we go again. Welcome back to the Jed Raxon cast off. I'm your roast chicken. And I'm Timmy. Yeah! Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. It's me, your host here. Today, my name is Suro. Ah! Psst. Over here. What the? M- me? You're in too deep, man. Here, take this. It's a dream snatcher. It'll get you out of here and back to safety. Oh, thank fuck. That'll be 50 pounds. Oh, uh, oh, I have money. Here. Holy shit! <laughs> Another one down. Want to become the only all-powerful version of yourself and make money in the process? Get your very own Dream Snatcher for just $9.99 a month and become the one today. Great ad break, guys. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Ad break. <laughs> Fucking amazing. Just keep throwing these bangers out, eh? And a classic red checks on. So, um, yeah. With all this uh, stuff, I still find it kind of crazy that um, we still don't really know what the purpose of dreaming is, considering, you know, as humans, we've been dreaming for however long we've been alive. And, um, 
it's just still largely guesswork and there's still a lot of kind of common themes in dreaming like teeth falling out you must have had a teeth falling out dream you've mm-hmm. woken up yes crumbled or something that's Probably. fucking terrifying Especially when i got my braces in i used to keep dreaming that my teeth would fall out altogether and i'm like <gasps> no yeah yeah I, I didn't yeah, know that was a common dream i thought that was just me mm, no I, uh, I, I had them as well i guess it's a common fear isn't it mm. yeah yeah like that or when i had hair when my hair used to fall out you'd be in mm. the shower just like showering my hair and everything would just be coming out in clumps and now we actually did, because look. Isn't, you know, I was going to say, isn't that how it happened? <laughs> one day it was there. It wasn't a dream. It wasn't actually a dream. It, it was just a real life thing. Just washed it off one day. There it goes. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, hair. So, um, yeah, I used to have a lot of, a lot of fucking weird ass dreams, especially when we was in school. And um, I, don't, I don't have as many crazy dreams now as I used to have back then. I think I used to go majority of nights having regular dreams, and I think maybe it's not just like an age thing. But did you feel like you used to dream more when you were younger than compared to now? Like now, it's more kind of sporadic every other night. I mean, we dream every single night, but it's just a case of us remembering it when we when mm-hmm. we wake up. I do remember my mum saying. To, I remember waking up and telling her certain dreams that were really fun or like really like imaginative but mum I remember her saying to me yeah when you get older your dreams become a lot more serious and less like movies and it uh, it broke me it upset me so much but I would say I kind of stopped dreaming for a couple of years or they became very like mundane like I'm late or I need to pee and like Fraser going to work sort of bullshit and then in the last since I've moved to Scotland my dreams have gone back up and I have noticed that um so basically Tanya introduced me to back flowers right if you've never tried it it's a it's purely herbal remedy. And it's about a doctor that got like 40 or 30 something flowers and every oil does something for your emotions. So one's for like no anxiety, one's for sleep. Um, when I'm struggling to sleep, four drops on the tongue does the treat. I must have, I've, I've, I've tested it out long enough where I've gone to bed, we've had an argument, we've been upset, we've been, you know, aggravated. Four drops, fall asleep. But I've noticed that if I have the buck flower, the, the, the droplets, the oil, but my mind is still has a reason to be busy my dreams get fucking fanatical like they become much more vivid and crazy all of that energy seems to go into the dreams um Mm. i would say yeah in the last couple of years i don't know if it's the scottish air or the scottish water or something but my dreams have come back uh as vivid as i would say yeah crazy it's probably because you're like away from everything that you know you know, you're you're in a place. You're living in a in, in like an adventure almost. So like maybe your brain's just a bit more adventurous with you. I think so. I think especially because every day I'm giving myself something new to think about. Like even my job is not a nine to five. It's there is no, and it's going to sound strange, but there is no comfort zone. Mm. That makes I can't get comfortable. Every week my routine is different. I've got different clients, different issues, different stories. It's different every day. So I go to bed not with a sense of. I know what's happened. I know what's going to happen. And I know what tomorrow is. It's like, I wonder what tomorrow is always that sense of a wonder, I guess, or that, yeah, a bit of adventure. Maybe my mind has kind of opened up to it. Mm. I mean, it could make sense because dreams are kind of thought to be like a way for your brain to store and recollect memories. Mm. So 
all the new things that you're doing, such that you haven't done before, maybe it's just like overloading your brain. So when you sleep at night, it's cataloging it in a more visceral kind of way. Like dreaming inspiration. Or a lot of my alternative realities are becoming a lot more fucking interesting. I'll tell you that. (laughs) That's why I choose to believe. To be fair, like, yeah, I think the more we come into routine, I feel like the less, yeah, the less likely I'm, I'm to dream. Like, I dream, I think I dream the most when I'm properly fatigued. And oh. when you think, okay, got to go to bed because I've got to wake up at this time. You're not really sleeping because you're tired. You're sleeping because you don't want to be tired. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it kind of doesn't, yeah. It doesn't result in dreams for me if it's if it's going to be that way. Mm. Mm. That's interesting. I've got like I've got a very um, comfort zone life. Like you know, I go, I have my same work hours. I come home, you know, whatever. And every now and then I'll go on an adventure, but most of the time it's like nine to five. But I have a lot of dreams, mostly just either repeating what I've just seen on TV before I went to bed. That happens a lot, or hmm. Um, if it's something I'm in the middle of making, like a song or a project, that's when more will come to me. Like, so I don't know. I, I don't know if it is necessarily you have to be on an adventure to have an adventurous dream, but because I I do have crazy dreams. Jade doesn't know. Jade doesn't tend to dream at all. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. Every now and then. To, like sleep through the night completely or does she ever randomly get woken up in the middle of the night well having a labrador and a cat every now and then you might get woken up but yeah no i think it's just yeah she just doesn't dream she's just a bit of a chris (laughs) (laughs) i did see another thing that was like um you tend to remember the dreams that you are woken up in so something in the dream happens to wake you up and your brain is instantly kind of jolted awake, you're more likely to remember what you dreamed. Whereas if you was to just sleep through completely, your our brains kind of self-erase the dream as it's happening. So mm-hmm. if we complete the sleep, then we tend to not really remember the dream. I don't know how accurate that is. I don't know if it's true or not, but that's just another let, thing that I found. Let me tell you something interesting. So Sahan yeah. will back me up on this as well. Okay. Me and Sam were, let's just say, drinking. No, don't out, out, outside. <laughs> we're having a few drinks. Sam taught me this new way of, of drinking, and I oh, I, I whited out. Right, I was in the back garden. I was only young, uh, like was like what eighteen, nineteen, and I whited out in the back garden. I just hit the hit the deck. Now in this time, I obviously Sam can tell you I fell down the wall. I hit my head, <laughs> but. I woke up to Sirhan shaking me, saying, Charlie, 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 wake up. And I swear to God, I had already lived my entire life. Because I was then like, I've already done this. This is mad. This has happened. This happened back in whatever year it was at the time. And I was like, I just lived a whole life. And it was because Sirhan shook me awake that I remembered little moments of my future that I believe is my future. You know, like in this dream it was so fucking real that i'd like already lived a life and then it just slowly shrank more and more as i got up and like started existing again in the real world this memory just shrank and shrank and shrank and it just i just i was so freaked out it just kind of disappeared but my theory is that when i die i'm gonna wake up to sir and shaking me in in that garden again 
Like, oh, I genuinely so feel crazy. like crazy. It, I, I, it stuck with me, man. It was really weird. Really, really weird. I remember Damn, that. Damn, dude. Mm. I remember it's you telling me how... about that as well. Mm. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy how, like, you don't particularly remember the, your future, but you remember that you experienced it. Yeah, it made, it changed me a lot. It was such a weird experience. It kind of, I, yeah, I felt like I'd lived as an eight-year-old, 80-year-old, not eight-year-old, an 80-year-old. Like, it was really strange, really fucking weird. That's insane. Yeah, it's given me like a humbleness to my life now. I just feel like a positive nihilist. I feel like nothing matters, but I'm going to try and enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's kind of uh, terrifying and beautiful at the same time. I, I remember you telling telling me that shortly after. I think like I've had. I think it depends on quality of sleep and what's happening. You know, I've had times. I remember going through stages where I think I think let's say the average is they say you dream like five to eight times a night, right? Whatever the number is. But I remember going through a stage where I'd have a dream, I'd wake up, so I'd remember it, go back to sleep, dream the next dream, wake up. And keep going in and out of my dreams, or it would continue. So I'd remember every dream cycle I'd have. I'd end up waking up, remembering it, having to deal with it, and falling right back to sleep. I went through that stage. Mm. And then I went through a stage of like, it's going to sound really strange to explain, almost like the aftertaste of a memory. So it's like, I'd wake up, and all of a sudden my mind would be like, thinking of someone I haven't thought about in years, a friend, a family. And I'm like, why am I thinking of this person? It's almost like I just spoke to them on the phone yesterday or I just said, told someone a story about them or they've been on my mind. I'm like, but no, they haven't. This, this is really random. I'm like, oh, I must have dreamt of them. Like their face is on like the, the edge of my memory. Like my dream is like, it's, I don't have any recollection of the dream, but do you ever have that feeling of like, I've just seen someone or just spoken to someone? But it, oh, then you realize it was in your dream. Mm. Yeah. 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 So, oh yeah, that doesn't, actually happened that was in the dream yes yes Yes. it's really weird to think about right like you don't know if it's like this is like legit stuff but when you start to think about you know the whole matrix theory like are we just in the matrix it kind of like uh, gives it a bit more plausibility it's kind of crazy right could i ask ask, we're just batteries I'm going to ask two more questions of two different categories of dreams. And we can go in because they're both personal subjects. One is sentimental dreams, like you've, you've seen people that have passed away in your life. And the second one is sexual dreams. What are our reflections on these two categories? I, I don't think I've ever had a dream where I've seen someone who's passed away before. Really? I don't think, I don't think I've ever had a dream like that. If I have, I don't remember it. But that, nothing like that really springs to mind sex dreams have had a fair few yeah for sure yeah but infinite not enough hands <laughs> with fingers to count <laughs> uh, i thought we were gonna go in to the world direction with that words with that, that quote oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. had enough fingers in the all right <laughs> yeah what about you phrase yeah i i did have a it's unfortunate because I, I did have a dream with uh, my granddad who passed away not too long ago but it was more of like a horror dream so oh. it wasn't great to uh, to recollect hmm. yeah, yeah it wasn't like nothing really happened i just kind of saw him and it was kind of scary and then uh kind of woke up that is kind um, of scary 
But, um, what about the, the flagpole dreams? You must have plenty of those. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> how are you going to sleep with people who you shouldn't really be sleeping with? <laughs> Fraser doesn't do the no dream. Point. People just keep coming up to him going, I dreamt of you last night. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I yeah. know you. Dream flagpole. Rapey Freddy Krueger. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. I don't really ever had that. Like, I've never had like consistent sexual dreams. I think when I went through puberty, I did, but I've it's, I've never had like consistent throughout my life. It's just been a very like odd moments. But sentimental dreams, loads. When my uncle passed away, and this is my dad's brother, that was years ago. Uh, I dreamt that, and I think this was like my mind creating a little bit as well, and obviously missing him. It created like this white, expansive space, this sort of t- typical heaven outlook. And he's like, I see this moped driving all the way down, riding towards me. What the fuck is this? And he kind of comes up in front of me. It's my uncle. And he takes off his helmet and it's, he, just, he just hugs me. He's like, don't worry, like, you're, you're going to see me again. And it just made me feel so good. And he just rode That's off on the point. moped back into the white. But I have dreamt of my nan a fair few times. I've dreamt of my nan who passed away, obviously, uh, a couple of years before the lockdown. Uh, a fair few times, maybe three or four times. I know my family dreams of a, a heck of a lot because sometimes we'll message each other. But I've had the odd happy but sad dreams where I'll meet her and we'll be sitting somewhere, different environments, different people. And she'll always, sometimes it'll be a dream where I'm like, I'm there with her. And sometimes it'll be a dream where she's like, hey, how are you? How's life? And I'm like, I remember in the dream kind of almost being like, oh, I've, I've moved to Scotland. I've met someone. And, and I'm like, oh, you've passed away but you don't know that you're going to pass away. I know that you've passed away. And it was such a happy, sad moment, oh, like of that realization yeah. of you don't know you're going to die, Nan, but I want to tell you all these amazing things I've done in my life. So I tell her in my dream and I wake up and I'm like, but I'm crying as well at the same time. Really weird, but I, I, no regrets. No regrets. I love those dreams. That's yeah. crazy. That's sweet though. <laughs> yeah. Really sweet. Yeah. Yeah, offload a little bit. Probably, there's a lot of unspoken things. Like when I think of like, and I can tell you guys now, like my little crocheting, uh, ex- uh, uh, you know, uh, hobby. Now I always think of her. My nan loved shit like that, so I'm like, oh, I'd love to be able to show her my crochet shit. And I'm like, ah, oh, you know, hey. she can if not, uh, I'll show her. There's Rikishi's one. Yes, he's got his little Iron Man that Sirhan crocheted for him. With an arc reactor, Charlie. With an arc reactor in the chest. Fully working arc reactor. Fraser, have you got your <laughs> Captain America? He uh, he's, he's at the bed stand. He seems yeah. to shit. Oh, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Just hiding behind his shield. Like. He's hiding behind his shield. <laughs> no! oh, that's America. <laughs> You've got this, soldier. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need no dreams. I don't <laughs> Oh, shit. Oh, no. I made him with innocence. I want him back. (laughs) (laughs) um, Yeah. So, last little things. Last little fun couple things. So, I told you when when I used to have really weird, crazy dreams in school, what I used to do was... I remember your dreams. Oh my god, the rocks! You had a dream about baby rocks and a roller coaster ride. 
the rock babies and the roller coasters. Yeah, that was. Charlie's and Freddy's face alike. When Ricochet used, yeah. Rick used to say, I've had a dream, and I would sit there like it was fucking like carpet time at primary school. I'm like, fucking God, tell me. All right, all right, now we need to hear it. Please. You want to hear the, the rock baby dream first? All right. Yeah. Um, fuck. <laughs> uh, what happened? What was it? I, I feel like it was like a normal day at school. And um, we was all in form or something. We was, we was just sitting there talking, doing regular bullshit. And then form had ended. And we're like, all right, cool. We'll go to class now. We walked out of the building, out of the tech building. And when we walked outside, there was like a jungle outside. Like the school was a jungle. It was like massive palm trees, little animals running around everywhere. There was like a massive roller coasters and everything. Often it was like a we, we, school was like a giant theme park or something. It was really weird. But the dream, the class that we had was we needed to find <clears throat> something bring back to class we needed to find like a creature or something to bring back to class and we were going to look after it and that was going to be like our project for the for the year or whatever it was that's sick so we was all running out and it was kind of like pokemon yeah. like everyone just kind of scattered and everyone was just running to try and find whatever they could fucking find and um eventually everyone found like these really weird rock eggs things they were like like an egg but it was like rock shaped like a rocket it was like made out of rock and boulders and all like these weird colors and designs and stuff and it was like okay yeah cool we found one so we brought all of them back to class and then we was all just sitting around waiting for them to hatch or something and i, th- I think they were about to hatch and then i woke up i think but it was it was really it was a very long time ago but yeah, that was the is- rock baby's dream that was that was very weird it was the roller coaster Roller coaster was just like a background feature. It was just there doing <laughs> roller coaster things. We didn't use them, I don't think. <laughs> just end this loop. Just end, you're in a jungle as well, but there's a, there's a roller coaster. Just, it was just over it was there. very strange. It was very okay. strange. Interesting. That was that was a rock baby's dream. <laughs> the other ones that I used to find when I'd wake up when I when I'd have like a weird dream, I'd wake up and the first thing I'd do it if I can if it was a good one, I'd just quick write notes down in my phone like what quickly happened so I don't try and forget it so I had to dig through my phone and I found a few but I think I've only got like two on here because the rest were kind of boring so I'm going to read them out to you exactly as I've written them down on my phone in the exact note form and you can (laughs) try and try and picture what the fuck is going on I feel like I remember this one more than the other one, but we'll see. Okay. So, underground cave, frozen cave, jewels everywhere, part Viking, hanging would freeze my right knee against the wall, dug my way out and was free, passed out because of my knee, I woke up and the doctors had taken me to hospital, upstairs... The jewels were stolen. Bjorn was mad. Who the fuck is Bjorn? I have no <laughs> idea. Bjorn Ironside. Oh my god. Did you, must you imagine that name? <laughs> Bjorn came. Bjorn was mad. The police came because oh, Vikings shit. and police were a thing. They tried to take me away. The Vikings pulled me to one side. 
riot control and gear, gas was released on me, dog barking. No idea, mate. No, I don't know why there's a random dog barking in this dream. <laughs> he said, the dream. dog said, the dog <laughs> said to me, what do I see? <laughs> what? Um, okay. Wait for it, wait for it. Black flames came up over his hands, gun, and face. This is a dog. I assume. <laughs> Black flames came up over his hands, gun, and face. I got mad, killed a riot guy. The dog did nothing. The Vikings killed the police, went out to find loot, and then I woke up. That was. I'm begging you. I'm begging you. Can we make this the advert? Can we just put this in the production, please? <laughs> I just, it needs I, to be fully animated. I want to do the voice of the dog, and I just want to hear, "Oh my god, he's got a gun!" And just that's it. Like, I just <laughs> that was the most random bullshit I've ever known. That was a. Uh, do you know what though? When you were saying about you couldn't hang because it would freeze your knee. Yeah. I felt like you were because I feel like you was climbing up an icy wall. And your knees exposed and already like sore. And if you were to hang too long, it would be rested against the ice. I don't know why. That's that what, what I was happened. imagining. Yeah. I remember like the first bit. I remember there was like a big cave and it was like jewels all encrusted in the walls and everything. And to get out, you had to climb the wall to get out of this little hole at the top. I remember that bit. But the rest of it, Bjorn mad, police came, dog barking, <laughs> black flames. All of that is, I have no idea. No, so that was a well. note. That I have made on my phone on the 25th of February 2017. All right, hold on, hold on. Seven God. years ago. Seven years ago. All I can imagine is that, you know, if I got to that point of the dream, the Vikings had gone off the loot, the dog was useless in the whole thing, then I would have been like, yeah, okay, time to wake up now, I guess. Yeah. My, my knee hurts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was your knee actually in pain? Like, were you resting it against a radiator or something? I mean, I don't know, I think maybe because of the way I sleep, I kind of, like, have my knee up against the wall, so maybe I was, like, pressed up too much against it. Maybe that's why mm. my knee was aching or something mm. in the dream. Mm. I don't know. I don't that, was, uh, that was strange. Very that strange. was strange. I got one more. I got yes. one more. Bit of a crazy one. Yeah, do it. I don't remember this one at all, but again, I'm going to read it to you as it was on my phone. Verbatim. So. Back seat of a car sleeping. Girl came in in the driver's seat. She was crying. Turned the car on. Drove off. Woke me up. Spoke to her. Cheered her up. Got to some place. We were on a bridge. Butterflies on the water. Lake got all shiny and changed colors on the water. Kissed and made out. Sex. Woke up. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty epic. That was so romantic. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, sweet. Such a way we'll So sweet. <laughs> These sound like the uh, interdimensional cable like channels. <laughs> you just flick through and it's like, oh, butterflies. Oh, like butterflies on the lake. Oh, that to be sex. Oh, day. I remember the butterflies on the lake. I remember the butterflies. <laughs> Back off. I remember the butterflies on the lake. I remember the butterflies were all one color. They went to the lake and they all changed color and started glowing and everything. It was kind of cool. But other than that, I don't remember the rest of it. If you was with uh, the girl, you just cheered up, 
and there's a fucking lake with shining butterflies. Everything's changing kind of looks that beautiful. I would probably make out and have sex because look how amazing it is. With this girl you who know. got in the car that you were sleeping in. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the part. It's like, are you was you sleeping sleeping in were the you car? In like her car? Was it your I, car? I have just I'm chilling in the car. Honestly, you're asking questions that I do not have answers to. This was written on my phone. Yeah. What was 8th the date of that? March 2018. Jesus. 2018, 8th of March. Do you know what, mate? It so sounds I... AI generated. You might be AI. Yeah. <laughs> I think, yeah. <laughs> I always had a suspicion. Keep talking yeah. about the Matrix and everything as well. I'm getting Rikesh, sus, mate. Rikesh is actually not wearing headphones. That's just his head. <sighs> Keep me plugged in. Strong signal. Strong signal. There's another one on the back that just goes into his spine. Yeah, you can't <sighs> see the one on the back. If you see the one on the back, um, you have to, I have to kill you. Oh damn. But yeah. So yeah, there's like um a lot. There's a lot, a lot of stuff that I, that I was reading up and checking out. But um, I think a big part of it also had to do with like sleep in general. Obviously, dreams and sleep, two different things. But the more I was reading up on dreams, the more I was reading up on sleep at the same time, naturally. But there was a lot of insane shit um, that I was reading up on sleep. And there's a guy, what's his name? Matthew Walker. <laughs> if, you ever, if, if you know the name, if you know the name, Matthew Walker. But um, is that funny? he does because he's going to be a night walker, right? Sleepwalker. Second, yeah. Oh, love the god. Okay, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, he does like a lot. He's like I think one of the world's leading sleep experts or something. He knows a lot. He knows a shit about sleep. But um, he's done a lot of TED talks. He's done a lot of podcasts. So I think if you're ever interested in knowing more about sleep stuff, definitely give him a check. He's got a lot of cool shit out. But um. Maybe we'll save the sleep stuff for another podcast. I'm not sure. That could be but, fun. Um, yeah. It, it was actually pretty sick. Like, the stuff that he was talking about, like, how good sleep and bad sleep affects you and, like, why eight hours or, you know, eight to nine hours of sleep a day is essential. It's not just... It's a recommended oh. thing, but it's so important why mm -hmm. we should get eight hours sleep. Oh. Like, having a... a, a Sorry? <laughs> no, I was going to say, sleep is the key, like, to everything. Like, it, it's it, kind it, of what, what he says, like, the way sleep controls a lot of your everyday stuff, the way it affects your brain when you're awake and your, your moods, everything, the way your diet, your way your body responds to food. Sleep is so important to all of it. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, won't drag this one out too much, but maybe in the next in another podcast we can bring up some sleep stuff. Or if you just want to check it out, Matthew Walker, he's. I think we, local. we can do a podcast of you just reading out sleep facts, and the rest of us can just be asleep. Weird things we've done in our sleep is a very different conversation to what we've dreamed of. Very true. Be a sleepover yes. podcast. Yes, I've, I've yeah. got. I've sleepover podcast. Yeah, of, of <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm up for a sleep podcast. That'd be fun. And the the advert could just be us snoring. <laughs> yes, <laughs> even better. I actually have a recording of all you fuckers sleeping when we was at Charlie's because you were all snoring so fucking loud, including <laughs> you, sir. Man. Sweet. It was half snoring, half gagging on your own fucking tongue. I don't know, mate, but it did not sound healthy. <laughs> I w at one point, I was genuinely worried for you. I was like, mate, are you okay? 
And you oh, just mate. Anything. Please, instead of the outro song, can you just put that as the, the outro? Oh, I will. You know, well, when I edit this one, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. That's gonna be the outro. It's gonna be all the boys. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. There's like two revelations here. Firstly, Rikish has got a recording of us asleep, which just sounds creepy. <laughs> Secondly, I might have like sleep fucking apnea and I'm dying in the corner. And Charlie's like, put it as the outro. Put it as a fucking outro. If I sleep on my back, I snore. Sometimes I snore so loud, I wake myself up. Honest to God, I have I to do that. I only sleep on my side. If I sleep on my back, uh-uh. Tanya just wakes me up. Mm, same, same, same. It's usually just like one snore-ish. Style. That was loud. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so cool. before we close it out, guys, a couple of more little facts. Or you want to... Just one more. <laughs> one more fact. So <laughs> just one more. Okay. One more segment. Just one more. <laughs> and last segment. One more hour. One more. Just one more. Almost done. <laughs> almost done, guys. We're almost done. An hour later. Almost done. A couple of quick facts here, because I thought some of these are kind of cool. Um, so when we're in an unusual space we're not used to, our half of our brains will not actually sleep as deep. It's something to do like a threat detection response or something. So whenever you're sleeping somewhere you're not used to, you won't sleep properly. Yeah, I feel Which that. Yeah, is... I did. I, I used to do that on purpose. I used to sleep out a lot. Could half sleep, feel alright. Mm. Really? Yeah, I can see that with Fraser. Yeah, God definitely. Damn. Hacking, Wait, hacking your biological you system. Used to do what on purpose? You used to sleep where? Like half asleep. Just be half asleep. How? Yeah. How do you plan or train yourself to be half asleep? Hey, Fraser, Fraser, Fraser that's why that's the day how. that makes up eight hours or nine hours. He just I, adds I, them up. I forget. <laughs> I forget that Fraser's a master of science sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> he has to be able to come in and out of it as quick as he can. There's definitely been times where Fraser's been asleep and I've woke him up and he's just known exactly what we've been talking about and where we are and what's happening. It's like, you were definitely asleep. <laughs> nah, how did you just do that? <laughs> That's true. And he literally is fully in the conversation again. You're like, nah, 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 nah. He was having a dream about this conversation and managed to get it spot on. <laughs> I can't teach myself to respond in my sleep. <laughs> oh my God, that would be sick. Yeah. He's getting and terrifying. He's training. Just wear shades all the time. No one will know. <laughs> Um, morning wood has nothing to do with sexy dreams or stimulation. Nocturnal. Yeah. This is the actual name for it. Nocturnal penile tumescence causes <laughs> men to have three yeah. to five erections every night, sometimes lasting thirty minutes. Oh damn! Every Jesus. night. Mm. Nocturnal yep. penile tumescence. Crazy. Getting them MPTs in every night. <laughs> that waits. <laughs> I think is that also, just you know that men are not the only one who have wet dreams. Women, women can also release vaginal secretions from arousal and even orgasm. Here we go. Having a sexual dream. Oh, Why was that the least sexy thing? I want. I want to point out. I want to. I want to point out. <laughs> I want to point out. Oh. I specifically chose the words vaginal secretion. 
Oh, <laughs> that's good to know. That's good to know my two favourite words in that fucking sentence. <laughs> the only thing missing from that sentence was gush. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, how, did you, how did you make it yeah. worse? Oh. <laughs> I saw an opening. <laughs> and I went for it. Disgusting. Uh, we're all a bunch of fucking kids, really, and none of us have grown up. Yeah. We were talking about women coming in their sleep, and you made it sound absolutely horrible. Oh, <laughs> it could have been a sexy topic. <laughs> it's funny. Sexy. Well, Rikesh didn't make it sexy, at least. No, he didn't. No, I could have, but I chose not to. I chose not to. Nice. Uh, men and women, men and women, dream differently. While everyone can dream about all sorts of different things, there are some core differences in common dream themes between men and women. For example, men tend to dream about having to act more aggressively or showing some form of dominance, while women tend to have dreams about hard conversations or experiencing rejection. Can anyone confirm if that is true? Bro, the women going to fucking. That chick has done more hardcore dreams than any dream we've mentioned today. Her dreams, sometimes I'm like, there was an earthquake, and then there was an evacuation, and then there was this and this. I'm like, nah, nah I'm okay. I'm okay. It's just I'm a... more survival. Jesus Christ. Her dreams are, are, are yeah, they're not continuously, once in a blue moon, but I've never heard her get up and be like, I've had, maybe, I think we've had a dream once, maybe she's done that that female thing of like waking up a little bit pissed off of me. I'm like, what's the matter? Like nothing. I'm like, no, seriously, what's up? She's like, you were talking to someone else. I'm like, where? In my dream. I'm like, how is that my fault? Yeah. I've how many that. times, how many times has your missus had a, a bad dream that you was cheating on her or doing something stupid and then been pissed off at you all <laughs> fucking day? All fucking day. For something that didn't even fucking happen. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. I'll tell you something, like, whenever I have a dream where like I said, I have to act aggressive or strong or something. I never am. I never have any strength. I think one I had recently, I just didn't have any strength in my legs. <laughs> I could barely you needed walk. to. But you needed the strength. You, when you I needed it, yeah. I never had it. Oh, it was I like, I think I've had strength. Wow. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, I, I think, not, I've never think about strength. I know I've had ones where, like, like Rikesh was saying, like, I need to move fast and I'm moving slow motion. I feel that weight. Mm. But I've had dreams where I've had to run faster in some instances and I've ended up running faster. But it's more or less like lacking that strength, but not like physical strength. I've never dreamt like I've needed to punch, hit, kick, or anything like that that I can think of where I'm like, oh, I can't, I can't do it. I just usually yeah, as strong as I expect to be. It's a horrible feeling. It's, like, it's literally like feeling like, your muscles have just like liquefied or something and yeah, you like, feel like sleep. they're just useless. Mm. I still think that's an alternative version of you pranking you. That's just mm. that's fucking yourself over. Like, that, would, that would be it, would it? The weakest version of me would be like my my kryptonite. <laughs> ah, you're back again. You can't do anything. Just <laughs> wobbling in the wind. <laughs> um. My last last fact, last or interesting fact that I found that uh, recent research published in the Proceedings of the National Academy of Science has revealed that like humans, 
jumping spiders experience a sleep-like state <laughs> with rapid eye movements. Oh, <laughs> the listeners <laughs> Before Ricker said the word jumping spiders, he just paused for like a second and just shivered. I oh, saw I that know. little shiver. I thought you were going to say dogs or something, man. He's like, no, no, no. I mean, a- animals do dream. Animals do dream. Oh, oh, REM sleep on a spider with those eye movements. Ugh. That's Ugh. Well. You just the giving yourself your next study. Time, <laughs> Literally. This is, it says, the 2022 study examined sleeping baby jumping spiders who have transparent heads because they're yet to develop pigment on their exoskeletons. With a magnifying glass and a night vision camera, it focused on their eyes and body movements and found that they experienced periods of rapid retinal movement, their abdomens wiggled, and their legs curled and uncurled. Listen, I'm going to say this to you. I would much rather you explain more about the vaginal discharge than this fact anymore. I don't know why you wanted to include this. This is your self-deprecation Yep. That you're bringing podcast. Yep. I ended it because because this is what the lady said. While this doesn't mean that the spiders dream, the study concluded that it suggested that it that they do. And the study leader Daniela Robler told National Geographic, "If they dream, I mean, what can you do? You cannot smush a spider that dreams." I beg to fucking differ. I can, <laughs> and I will continue to fucking do so because that's grim. That's do you, fucking... do you mush spiders or do you hold the vacuum from half a mile away, bro? Come on. Whatever is closest, whatever Whatever's... is the easiest option right. and safest. Hoover, I'm gonna... Slippers, oh. you fix, matches whatever. Matches at it. Grim on the Absolutely <laughs> fucking grim. Oh, mate. Fucking that was... grim. That's, All right. that's so if I had to find out about it, then you know I had to share it with you guys because <laughs> no, no, no. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm gonna, I'm gonna chuck in two extra things here because I don't want this to end on that. I feel sh- I don't, I'm not scared of spiders. That made me shiver. <laughs> that's kind of cute. Come on, it's no. cute. Listen, kick little... Charlie off the call. Come on, <laughs> kick Charlie off the call. Look, it's a baby something, and it's dreaming. I know it's, it's a spider, but the fact it's that it's spider. dreaming is actually kind of like it actually like makes well, it a lot well, more relatable. They've they it's yeah. believed that they dream. They can't study the brains, but they it has the symptoms of dream. Yeah, but it's twitching in its sleep. I mean, it's kind of cute. I mean, I I'm kind twitching because it needs to be terrible. burned. <laughs> Waiting for fire. Okay, oh. this is taking a very different turn right now. I do see where Charlie's come from. It is something much more. I don't know you can connect to it more. It's like finding out that plant stream or something. Like it's like, yeah. oh, that's kind of cool. cool. It thinks it actually has it's like yeah. it might have a, it might have an actual aspiration in life. What if balloons foot... could dream? Would you would you feel different about <laughs> balloons if they could dream? I would be terrified if balloons could have dreams because yeah, that would mean uh, inanimate uh, objects have dreams. <laughs> so exactly, everyone's world have will change, not just. <laughs> okay. Oh yeah, boys. Uh, that was the dream podcast for this week. A little sign different that, than Rob. Marvel shit. So anime. I'm gonna add in two more last little facts. Oh, for fuck's oh, no. sake, son! No, You're no, the no. fucking host. No, <laughs> I do, and I add. Go on. <laughs> Go on. One. Our parents, depending on the generation, have dreamt in black and white because of black and white TV. Oh. Something that your parents might have told you. I haven't heard that. 
And two, this is for all the bilingual people out there. I have had very rare dreams of reading and speaking in Turkish or English, depending on who I'm speaking to in my dream. Oh, that is interesting. That is an interesting one. Apparently, it's very hard to read when you're dreaming because you're. Apparently, it's very hard. I had a friend once ask me, "Have you ever read in your dream?" It's very like impossible. And then I had a dream where I was reading a, a sign. I was like, "Okay, oh, I guess it's not that impossible." Chris didn't know. Chris could do Chris, Chris, Chris just does the, the crossword. He just does Sudoku. He's <laughs> reading the paper, but he's stuck on page three. Here's oh. a weird question. <laughs> if you're talking, if you're talking to someone uh, like who only speaks Turkish, doesn't yeah. speak English, would you ever dream that they could speak English? Would you ever be able to hear them speaking English? I, I think I have had dreams like that. So you uh, kind of give them an English voice or an English accent? Of, but only to the extent that they can, because when I'm going to speak Turkish or English, depending, some words come easier in Turkish, some expressions come easier in English. So sometimes I have to turn that part of my brain on that translates a little bit. I have to kind of like use like 10% of my brain. So in the dream, I feel that 10% of my brain activating where I'm like, okay, I need to speak to my auntie. She only understands Turkish. I need to find this word. Mm. Or I need to explain this I, this terminology in English. How would I explain that? So I feel that part of my brain switching on and off in a dream. It's very rare, but I have had it where I've had a whole dream in Turkish. And I think it happened the first time I went to Turkey. Because wow. all I was doing was talking Turkish to everyone. And I had a first dream completely in Turkish. And I was like, oh, that's so cool. I'm bilingual in my dreams. <laughs> that's, that's actually really cool. Yeah. But yeah, boys. Any other facts anyone wants to chuck in at the last minute? No? Uh, Good Morpheus stuff. Is, Morpheus what? is the god of dreams in <laughs> mythology. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Charlie, your turn. Uh, yeah, one last thing. In the uh, early 1400s, uh, oh, before man became man, <laughs> we, we didn't dream. We, we killed people. <laughs> Facts. Good stuff. The more you know. Your sleepovers must have been terrifying, mate. <laughs> <laughs> That's my story. <laughs> the night. more you know with Red Jackson. Well, yeah. Thank you for listening, listeners, for our bullshit dream podcast. I have been your host, Bald Man Rick. It's sticking <laughs> around. Every time. I didn't expect it. Uh, I want to find mine. I'm going to find mine. Um, I'll just be Charlie for now, but I'm going to go away and think about what I want it to be next week. <laughs> I guess I'm Rusterman Fraser. Oh, oh! oh. I'm going to spitball. We'll find it out. I'm going to workshop mine. Like maybe like Beardy Sohan. <laughs> we'll, work, we'll work on it. We'll work on it. We'll work, we'll work on, on it. it. We'll work on it. Use it as a placeholder. Placeholder. Yeah. Placeholder. Placeholder. Hey, at least I'm. At least I tried, Charlie. Be- we got Beardy Baldy. <laughs> beardy and Baldy. <laughs> <laughs> See now you can't be beardy because now you can't have beardy and bo- fuck it. No, because it'll be beardy, baldy, rasta, Charlie. It's going to be the outro. It's going to fade all of this bullshit out in the outro. Charlie. Bye, guys. Thank you very much.